It's time for the Colonel Mania podcast with Mike, Spencer, and Ace. Welcome to Colonel Mania episode 36. I'm your host, Ace Bondaloo. The boys are back, and you didn't think it was going to happen, but here it is. So, everyone else, introduce yourselves. Hey, what's going on? It's your boy Mike. Are we really at episode thirty-six? I feel like I thought we were on the road to thirty, and then we somehow. No, this is thirty. This is thirty. This is thirty. I didn't say thirty-six. What are you talking about? Oh, I thought I, I thought I heard you say thirty-six. That's on me. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, we're back. Boys are back in town. We're Who back here. Spencer. What's your name? That said it. Spencer. He said his name. name. What's up, everybody? What's going on? What's going on in your lives, Spence? Uh, brief everybody with what you've been up to. Regale oh. us with the tale of Spencer in the last uh, two weeks, three weeks since we've talked. Uh, that's not a very exciting time frame, but uh, sure. I've just been working um, outside most days unless it rains, which kind of sucks those days. But uh, yeah, and playing Grand Theft Auto and struggling to be a wrestling fan, I'll be honest. We'll get into that later, but wrestling's kind of tough right now. Mike, what's been going on with you for the last two weeks? Yeah, just actually really enjoying writing for CBR.com, just doing wrestling articles for them. And uh, yeah, so I've put together a bunch of those, and, and it's been a lot of fun. Uh, I empathize with both you guys about how finding it tough to watch wrestling right now. If I wasn't working for a wrestling website, <laughs> I probably wouldn't be watching either. Uh, but yeah, that's been keeping me pretty busy. And other than that, just kind of working on some personal things right now. I'm in the midst of attempting to make a move to Brit- uh, British Columbia. Uh, and so right now I'm just doing some stuff with my website, trying to expand it to a uh, national reach for amateur football and also doing some local stuff for the high school league. And yeah, just, just trying to keep going that way and get shit done. Basically. <laughs> How about you, Ace? How are you doing? Um, thinking about what I'm going to make for dinner tonight. I think I'm going to have uh, definitely some extra lean ground beef as the protein. And I think I'm going to do actually ramen noodles, like instant noodles. I'm going to boil them and then toss them in with the beef and fry them on the frying pan. And that sounds that's delicious. What I'll have for lunch tomorrow. I've never heard of that combination in my entire life. How's it, it sound, though? Like enough, it doesn't seem like enough noodles to beef. Like, it just seems yeah. like you just have a little bit of noodle and it's just mostly beef. Are you just that's eating ground beef? Be. That's how it should be. Okay. There should always be more meat than carbs, I believe. All right. Fair enough. I that's the way the meat. Ace Bondaloo diets. That's the way he does it, and it tastes good. Also, if you put the seasoning on top of the beef. Ooh. Mm-mm-mm. You mean like the Itchabat, like the, the ramen noodle yeah. instant package? Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. I always just eat the noodles by themselves, so I never really thought to put meat in those noodles. It's good, dude. It's good. Well, dude, I'm going to eat some of the meat separately in like a wrap tonight for lunch. And then I'm going to take half of it and put it with that. A good old night lunch. That sounds like a delicious night lunch. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm making it for lunch tomorrow. I'm just going to have it for dinner. A little, a little you said side. lunch tonight. So you oh, have a night lunch. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Crumble Mania podcast. Things like that I've said. 
I don't know what to tell Night you. Lunch. Night lunch. Night <laughs> lunch. Hey, it's like brunch. That's what's going on with me. Um, yeah, I've been, I haven't, didn't watch any wrestling. I really wasn't a fan of them changing it to the Great American Bash. I thought that was a bit of a... Okay. Hokey, hokey. Especially since it was on Canada Day, by the way. Like, the Great American uh, Bash on Canada Day. I was like, right on. Oh, yeah. Well, that's another thing, man. I don't know. I just don't know why they're all... I mean, it's just so WWE. In times of there. turmoil within the world, they're like, hey, you know what, though? We're going to pretend everything's fine. America, baby. And I'm like, be progressive, maybe. I don't know. Change it up for once. Why do you do that? And they're doing it again next week. Excellent. For this week. I mean, it's funny because, I mean, everyone knew right away that they counter-programmed it for Fighter and that, and to counter-Fighter. Like, last minute. Like, they made that call, what was, like, I think it was, like, two days before or, or three days before or something. They just were like, okay, this is actually going to be a special we're doing, too. So, yeah, that was kind of that was kind of lame. The name choice is just not for me, either. I'm like, ugh, that's what does it. I'm like, Phew. Yeah, I mean, of all the options, like, they have a lot of archive names for pay-per-views, like, of all of them to pick. I get the 4th of July <laughs> was coming up, but like Spencer said, it was on Canada Day. <laughs> I mean, NXT doesn't air in Canada on the day anyway, so it doesn't overly matter, but I mean, you're still a worldwide industry. Everyone from the wor- all over the world. Jericho wore his Canada Day jacket. I like I that. It. Yeah, that was, that was dope. Cool. That was sweet. Shout it out TSN, too, during the broadcast, so. Good for him. Wow. Oh, yeah. TSN. TSN, baby. Well, uh, Mike, do you want to break down the week of wrestling? Because you were watching. You watched. Let's start with Monday Night Raw, and then you'll hit up AEW, and then NXT, and then Friday Night SmackDown. And then we'll talk uh, about the future of Crumblemania, baby. Mania Raw Review. Oh, yeah. Um, opening segment was a contract signing, uh, double contract signing for both uh, Raw men's and women's championships. Um, and it was just a big chaotic mess. Uh, Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre and Bailey, or Sasha Banks and Bailey and Asuka were all out there. Um, Angel Garza and Andrade versus. The, uh, defeat the Viking Raiders. That's a cool thing. I didn't know that happened. Fucking sweet. Good choice winning. Uh, but our truth gets the uh, 24-7 championship back from Akira Tozawa, uh, as no one, ex- no one uh, is surprised by. Um, Seth Rollins and Rey Mysterio have uh, messages back and forth, but uh, it ends up being a match between uh, Seth Rollins and Murphy versus Humberto Carrillo and Alistair Black. And Seth Rollins and Murphy win, um, to no one's very much surprise. Uh, Peyton Royce defeats Ruby Riot uh, after that. Um, Peyton Royce, I think she debuted a new finisher. I, I saw a replay of this on online. It was it looked pretty cool. 
Um, oh, I got ex- I got excited for Andrade Angel Garza too soon because they lost to the Big Show in yep. a handicap match. Oh God! <laughs> yep, that happened. Live reaction to me finding that out. I think I saw that on TV. Actually, I think I saw that on TV at my work. They had it on, and I, I saw that, and I thought, Oh God! God! Oh no! Thanks. What is Bruce doing on that one? Why is Big Show winning anything two on one? He just uh, anyway. Uh, MVP beats Apollo Cruz in a non-title match. Um, I assume there was some uh, fuckery involved. Uh, and then Bobby Rat <coughs> fights uh, the man of the man Ricochet. Oh my goodness, Ricochet hasn't been on TV in a while, and he got beat by Lashley probably pretty easily. Um, because that's just what Ricochet does. And then the final match was a mixed tag match set up in that opening contract segment. Uh, Sasha Banks and Dolph Ziggler versus Asuka and Drew McIntyre. And Sasha Banks and Dolph win. Um, Yeah, so it was raw. There you go. Thoughts? If you want, we can move on. I don't really have many thoughts on this. I actually thought the Ricochet-Bobby Lashley match was pretty good. Um, they did like a couple cool spots with Ricochet getting like. They just tossed. brought him up so they could promote the twenty four special they did on him. That they were like, "Oh shit, I guess." You know, yeah, like, that's oh. true. That's pro- that's half the reason they put him on TV, probably because they have the special coming out. Forgot about that. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of just a funny situation sometimes to watch Ricochet, like because you know how good he is, but then you also see like where Vince, what Vince's opinion of him is. It's kind of shitty. He's, he deserves better than that. I hope he leaves when his contract expires. Maybe. No, Ricochet. No. I don't care about that. Yeah. <laughs> ricochet. Yeah, I want to see Big Show make a hot splash in AEW, baby. <laughs> hey, listen, it's the large show, everyone. What is large show doing here? <laughs> the biggest addition the company has made right to the top of the car. <laughs> The large show. I don't know how he's going to see how he's teaming with Marco Stunt. Oh, man. Marco Stunt's just going to be carrying him to the ring. Crundle. Mania, AEW review. Yeah, let's move into AEW, sure. Uh, but Spider Fest on Wednesday, first of two weeks in a row for that. And it was the first two matches were good, and the rest kind of dragged for me. The results were started off with uh, MJF and Wardlow losing to Jungle Boy and uh, or Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Uh, Luchasaurus pinned Wardlow. So they're going 50-50 booking on that one because Wardle pinned Luchasaurus last week. I am not a fan of that. I am not a fan. Don't like that 50-50 booking. Next up, Penelope Ford lost to Hikaru Shida, so Shida defended the women's title. Uh, great match, honestly. Penelope Ford's best match, I think, ever. A lot of people were saying that online, too. Next up, Cody. I think I can't remember if it was the um, TNT title match next or not, but I'm just going to – that's on my mind, so I'm just going to say it. <coughs> Cody – Cody defended against Jake Hager successfully. Then we had Proud and Powerful versus um, Private Party. So two uh, two double P teams here, and it was Proud and Powerful losing to Private Lots Party. Lots of P in the ring. 
a lot of pee in the ring, all kinds of pee in the ring. And you know what I don't understand about this is um, apparently now Private Party get a tag team title match against uh, Hangman Page and uh, Kenny uh, this for this week. Buddy, Mike, YouTube. you and I could literally debut on AEW tomorrow <laughs> and have a tag team match for the titles like the next week. I'm ah uh, yeah, dude. I'm starting to get sick of how much uh, tag team. I told you I don't like that tag team division, man. I don't like what's yeah. going on there at all. Like I don't know anything about Private Party other than that they're two good wrestlers. That's it. That's all I know. And there's too many good wrestlers out there for for that to be enough. In order for something to attract my attention enough these days, it has to be like a gimmick or a character that makes sense, and I want to like invest in good or bad. And they don't have that. And they get a tag title shot. They literally lost the number one contenders match to uh, best friends like at the last pay-per-view. So how are they now getting a championship match when you have the likes of um, FTR in the, way, in the wings, Butcher and the Blade? Like There's a bunch of teams in the... Like, uh, even Dark Order, who are ranked third. I thought so, best friends should have beat Kenny and Adam Page, but whatever. Mm, whatever. Oh, one other thing I want to... Ma- oh, sorry. Yeah, we'll go to the main event. Uh, did you guys... I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, Trent's mom drove <laughs> drove Chuck and Chuck <laughs> to the ring. That's hilarious. I did see that. <laughs> that was very funny. Like that's the type of stuff that I would watch. It's like that that kind of thing is fucking hilarious. It's like I tune in and watch that team because it's such like a they got such a quirky thing going, but it's like very amusing at the same time. Um, like that's entertaining. But I thought this was a great match, but it was hard to pay attention to. Kenny and Hangman defended the title. So yeah, that was Fighter Fest. I don't know if uh, what do you guys? If you guys have any additional thoughts on anything? Any stuff that? Uh, the only thing that really piqued my interest when I was reviewing the show was what you said about Trent and Chucky coming out of the van, and then I was like, oh, they didn't win. What the fuck? I was upset. <laughs> Thinking about an awesome yeah. celebration with the mom in the ring that been so funny. That would have been funny, but Hangman Page. <coughs> all I need to say, what a star. <laughs> Can't wait for that. Can't wait for that like eventual feud when they finally break up because they're going to. Oh, dude, I can't wait for that either. That's going to be such a great feud. And I think it's going to give both guys the chance to like do some promo work too, which the company's mm. really been lacking lately, like some solid promos. So that could be pretty good. Um, yeah, solid promos from their own guys that like aren't managers because Taz yes. does okay, go okay work. Uh, Jake the Snake does okay work, but you don't. When the guys themselves talk, like when Brian Cage and Lance Archer, they're not quite as good. I, I know what you're saying. So yeah, I would love to see more promos from the two of them. Yes, and I think one of my my other the other reasons why I'm kind of bummed out right now is just you know we haven't talked a lot about this. We'll probably get to it at the end, but with the speaking out movement that went on uh, and a bunch of stuff that was going on in the wrestling industry, like Sammy Guevara was outed for. A comment he made about Sasha Banks like wanting to rape her four years ago. So like he's one of their rising stars that's now suspended, right? And then also Darby is hurt, so he's not performing. And I'd say those two are their two best promos from like younger guys. Those are the two guys that, in my opinion, like can carry the microphone pretty well that way. So not having them hurts. But anyways, yeah, uh, that was Fighter Fest. And I lined up in competition against Great American Bash from NXT. And holy shit, I love this show. This is one of my favorite shows I've seen so far all year, to be honest with you. Um, I really loved it. So results from that. Yeah. 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 
Crundle, Mania, NXT Review. Uh, we started off with a hot Fatal 4-Way, odd opener. Uh, number one contenders match for the Women's uh, Championship. Uh, that match was, it was an elimination match, and it was won by Tegan Knox. I'm super pumped about that. She's my favorite female wrestler in the, the company right now. Uh, last pinned uh, her rival. Um, I can't remember her rival's name. Dakota Kai. Uh, so, yeah, she'll be number one contender, and I hope she wins the championship. Commentary put her over a lot in this match. Her background story, pushing through those knee injuries. So, yeah, that was dope. Uh, after that match, we had uh, Rhea Ripley. Oh, I think I have this in the right order. I don't think I have this in the right order. Uh, what happened after that? I forget what the second... Oh, here we go. Timothy Thatcher and Oni Lorcan. Uh, and, and this was a catch wrestling showcase. Like, I love catch wrestling. Like, just, like, straight up old school, like, where it mixes in a lot of stiff shots, submissions, ground-based wrestling and stuff. For me, that's, like, my shit right now. I love watching that. These two guys are perfect, perfect at that. Thatcher and Oni Lorcan. Oni Lorcan is, like, my favorite wrestler going on because he's, he's just tough as nails. Like, you hit him, and he's just like, give me more. Hit me harder kind of thing. And he'll just, like, slap the shit on you. So he's fun to watch. Anyways, Thatcher won that match with a gruesome uh, armbar finish. And we had two-on-one handicap match. Um, Rhea Ripley beat Robert Stone and Aaliyah. Then Dexter Loomis beat Roderick Strong in a strap match via submission with the silence. And the main event was uh, Gargano. Uh, Gargano versus... Uh, oh, not Gargano. What am I doing here? Uh, and the main event was Io Shirai versus Sasha Banks. Uh, and Io Shirai won via pinfall because Asuka got involved, sprayed the mist on Sasha. <coughs> and that was that. Was that. There was uh, a couple other things that happened. They uh, There's a name now for Santos Escobar's group. They're called the... Um, uh, Legado de, del Fantasma. So that's kind of a cool name uh, for their group. And they're going to have a six-man next week with those three versus um, Drake Maverick and the uh, tag team that we all kind of like, I think, uh, Rizango. So that could be cool. I love them. Yeah, what do you guys think about how that NXT show lined up versus Fighter or, or just your thoughts on the brand right now as a whole? Well, I was just telling you guys off mic, I don't like that WWE was just America. And I was like, read the room, WWE. And they're like, nope. Nope. Like, whatever. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I wasn't super hot on anything that happened on at NXT this week. But, I mean, I didn't watch it. I watched some highlights, but not that closely, in, in fairness. So, uh, I mean, that's just me. The card was kind cool, but it just seemed very predictable. Hmm. Yeah, That's you're right, fair. but I, I, you're right, but I, in fairness, I think AEW's card was predictable to me too. So I think, yeah. I think yeah, it really just too. depends on your tastes, kind of thing, and what you were looking for too. This sounds weird on my end, but I think mentally, because I didn't enjoy like Fighter, I think I somehow tried to like overcompensate for that by trying to enjoy a Great American Bash more, just to like even it out. Uh, maybe that was it, because like I heard a lot of people didn't really like the Great American Battle. Not that they didn't like it, but they thought Fighter was better. Um, and they a lot of people really didn't like the Loomis and Strong strap match, and that was one of my favorite matches. But that's just because I like Loomis, and a lot of people don't. So that's probably why. I think a lot of people don't get him. Yeah, maybe that could be. That's it. A, that's it's a like better way really... to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. Because he doesn't well, say anything, right? Like he. Sorry. I was gonna say let's move on to Friday Night SmackDown if you guys want. We're on a good, t- on a good tear of this. 
Yeah, sure. We are going to yeah. get there. Let's move, move on. on. SmackDown. Mania, SmackDown, review. Uh, so yeah, this uh, SmackDown started with uh, Matt Riddle uh, beating John Morrison. I saw some highlights of this match. Uh, Corbin, King Corbin was on the side. Pretty sure I called it Matt Riddle's first real feud is against Corbin. I mean, he did. Of it's absolutely um, going to happen. Uh, but yeah, good match between those two. Um, and then AJ Styles defended his Intercontinental Championship against Drew Gulak, which uh, was also a fairly strong match. I saw some highlights of this as well. Um, AJ, of course, defends and retains his championship. But I don't, I don't expect Drew to win it there. But uh, maybe, uh, maybe uh, another shot down the line, he takes it. I think that would be cool. Uh, <laughs> Bailey defeats Alexa Bliss because there was some talking back and forth. Because uh, Nikki Cross has a match against for, for the title next week or next, whenever the pay per view is. I don't even remember. Uh, but yeah, Bailey defeats Alexa Bliss. Um, yeah, I don't really have anything else to add to that one. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura defeats Kofi Kingston. Sets up a uh, <coughs> tag match for. Or a title match for uh, Shinsuke and Cesaro versus Kofi and Big E. Uh, so that could be good. That's happening on Friday. Uh, and Sheamus then has a toast to Jeff Hardy. And Jeff Hardy uh, just beats up uh, some random server guy. And that's it. There you go. That was SmackDown. Um, I didn't really watch the show, like I said. Pretty made made that clear. But I think... One thing that this list didn't mention was there was a uh, kind of recap of the Braun Strowman Bray Wyatt feud and uh, kind of what the swamp match could look like. So I think that could be cool, but um, that's the only thing that on SmackDown right now that I'm super like, yes. SmackDown. Yeah, here we are. I I thought this week's show was pretty heavy on the wrestling. Like the first hour was just those two matches, like the that we that opened the show, and, the, and I think that like I don't know, it was fine. I didn't really like the Gulak match versus AJ. I felt like AJ, like it wasn't a squash, but Gulak really didn't get that much offense in at all. So I I, I wasn't a fan of that decision to make it. You know, I I get why they did it, but I just didn't like the move that way. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it was fine. It was a fine show, but yeah, just heavy on the wrestling front. So. Fair enough. Yeah, Base. that was def- that was definitely SmackDown. I just I can't I I don't even know you guys. I I wasn't really paying attention to wrestling this week. When I when we do our clapper crapper knee slapper, I'm just gonna give them based on things that happened to me this week. Sure. <laughs> um, Maybe you do you want to get into them? 
Yeah, sure. I, actually, we could all do that if you want. We could just do it, something different with our grapper, clapper, and knee slapper. Well, I mean, if you got a wrestling one, absolutely give it. But um, let's do our clappers. The one thing in wrestling we like this week, Spencer, would you like to go first? The clapper. Uh, sure. I'll just say Matt Riddle beating John Morrison. That's a clapper for me. Matt Riddle oh, yeah. came out strong on his on his debut on SmackDown. Couple, couple I did see the, row. the the gif of that. Some of the offense that John Morrison got in there looked real nice. Yeah, Jomo did look good, but Riddle still beat him. So, woo woo, woo woo woo. You know it, Mike. What about you? What was your clapper? Yeah, first, before I get to it, I agree with Spencer. I really like that match between Morrison and Riddle. It's dope. It's a hot opener. Um, mine's going to be Tegan Knox winning the number one contenders match at Great American Bash for the women's side in NXT. I think they have a loaded division right now. They showcase a lot of their female talent during the first session of GAB there. And uh, I'm excited for her to challenge for the championship belt for the first time. Agreed. My clapper is uh, the new sweet and sour diesel sage tasters that you can buy in the stores for six ninety nine. I think I sent you a little video of them, Mike, on Snapchat. They look like little crack pipes. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> yeah, it looks awesome, honestly. I saw those. Kind of pumped to try one myself. Highly recommend everyone give one of those a go. Uh, let's move into our crapper, the one thing in wrestling we didn't like this week. Mike, you can start. The crapper. Um, I'm just going to say I don't like the handling of COVID by WWE. They had a bunch of cases, a bit of an outbreak. It also affected AEW because Renee Young got the virus from a colleague, and then Mox has the 14-day quarantine, so his championship match got moved uh, from this week to the following week. And yeah, the whole thing is just really aggravating. So I would just say the handling of coronavirus by the wrestling industry. Spencer, what was your crapper? Uh, well, I was just gonna say the amount of we the amount of, of time that was dedicated. Oh my god, I can't talk right now. Um, Sasha Banks and Bailey, how much TV time they got to this week, and just all the time now. It's like. I just can't get over the fact. Yeah, I can't get over the fact that this is how they operate their women's division. It's like let's just have the same people on every show because that's the only way we can have our women's division. It's like no, that's not how it works. So, um, I didn't like it when they did it with Charlotte. I don't like when they do it with Sasha Banks and Bailey. I didn't really like Sasha Banks and Bailey before it, and this doesn't make me like them more. It's actually making me like them a lot less. Um. Yeah, that's my crapper. I hear you on that one, Spencer. Although, let me ask you this question. Is it not a good thing that they're, like, making you that upset because they're heels and, like, you want to see them get beaten? Or do you just not even care about whether they lose? It makes me not want to watch. I'm just like, oh, they're just going to say the same thing on every show. And they're just going to win either with cheap ways or squash them or whatever. And it's just going to keep going. Like It, it, doesn't, it doesn't make me want to watch it at all. Gotcha. Which isn't what they want, I assume. Yeah. There's a couple of people in the wrestling industry that are heels that make you want to not watch. And that's bad. 
Mm-hmm. And there's some of their heels that make you want to watch because you want to watch them get beaten. That's good. That's just the way it is. My crapper this week is um, just vape cartridges in general, especially the THC ones. They're very harsh. I wouldn't mm-hmm. recommend them. You mean you mean the five ten cartridges, yeah? Yes, yes. Big yeah. big cough city. Big cough city. Harshest yeah. thing in the world. It's like having fire in your mouth. So uh, I don't think you should be having them. It's like it's oil. I don't. I don't think we're meant to be roasting oil. You know. So I don't know. It's just some ace bondaloo bond of thought. You know what I mean? Um, bond of thought. Let's move into our knee slapper. The one thing in wrestling. Uh, we found hilarious this week. <laughs> the knee slapper. Oh no, the big show. The big show handicap oh, match. Go. That's hilarious. You know what? They're just like, hey, fuck it, big show. You know what I mean? That's how they did it. That's what they did. And that's yeah. how they're doing it. And that's how it's going to continue to be done. <laughs> Oh Mike, what was your knee slapper? Uh, my knee slapper is, I mean, I have to give my knee slapper this week to. <clears throat> I'm torn. I'm gonna go with uh, the strap match as my knee slapper, just uh, and specifically um, Roderick Strong's reactions, like during the whole ma- whole match. Um, like that, that's the basis of that great American, like that feud between Loomis and Strong is the fact that Loomis locked him in his trunk, uh, during the Adam Cole versus, uh, uh, dream <laughs> title match. And so he has like claustrophobia and he's scared of Loomis. So it's a strap match. So you have to be, you know, you have to be connected to your partner via a strap the whole time. And so it was a fun way to like help him face his fear. And like, he was, he was, he was amusing. I thought it was funny. And uh, I thought it was entertaining as well. It's my knee slapper. There you go. Someone doing um, dishes? Yeah, sorry. That's Diana in the background. Oh. She, we seem to always be in a position where we're eating dinner right around the time, unintentionally, where we start the pot key and we're just pulling out our stuffed peppers. So, mm. yes. Live and... Num, num, uh, num. Live look. Or not live look, I guess. Live audio of... The lovely Diana with the stuff. Pepper. In action. In action, everybody. <laughs> Riveting stuff. Ah, man, Riveting. I know what the teaser is this week for Twitter. Put that, that up there. <laughs> cool. That'll get the uh, lessons. <laughs> um, uh, a little housekeeping. I need, to give my, I need to give mine. Oh, you didn't give it yet? No. Give it. You just, you just, okay. I, all right. Um, I was going to give it to Orange Cassidy coming out on when Jericho was on commentary and didn't say a word and just pissed Jericho off just by sitting down on commentary and putting his feet up. Thought that was great. So mm. looking forward to that match. Enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Enjoyable things indeed. Um, a little housekeeping though, now that we're done. <laughs> The wrestling portion of the show. It's whew, whew, dust that under the rug. A little housekeeping. Spencer, punishment matches. What's the dealio? Um, I forget about them until you say punishment matches and ask my name, and then I remember, like, oh yeah, I'm supposed to do those. So, uh, yeah, 
Good luck. I don't know. Figure it out. I don't even remember what matches I'm supposed to watch anymore. Well, I know the Crundlemaniacs out there will be tweeting at you like crazy getting you to watch that thing. They're just ravages. They're, they're relentlessly asking you to watch for this match. So, All right. Well, if they, can, if they remind me, if, if they can remind me what matches I'm supposed to watch, that would be great. How do you not remember? That's just a, a little odd to me. Um, uh, I don't know. I forgot. He forgot what, what do you want me to say? Them. I don't what know. Um, I've been watching a lot of Studio Ghibli movies, I believe. I could be saying it wrong. On Netflix. Beautiful art. I didn't know what yeah. that was until you brought it up at the chat. I had to look up what a Ghibli movie was. It looks pretty They're entertaining. Wonderful. They're definitely worth giving a watch. Um, yeah, but I, I don't know. That, what's, going, what's up? Anything else you just want to address on this podcast? Over here? I, mean, I mean, yeah, we should clearly address the elephant in the room, which is, you know, your guys' thoughts and maybe our thoughts in general on, like, wrestling right now. Like, how you guys are feeling about it and stuff. What's the elephant's name? I mean, who have to address <laughs> His name him. is Patrick. You need to mm. address Patrick the elephant. Hey, Patrick. How you doing? No, this is Patrick. Oh, it's Patrick. I don't know. It's just been pretty bumming, pretty boring, pretty bumming me out. It's making me think lately. Or I'm like, should they all even be running anymore? Should they all just stop? And just let it, the virus, die down there. You know yeah, I mean? I mean, yeah, and I think it, I think, obviously, L, oh. uh, wrestling is taking the fall for it, but, uh, in our eyes a little, but in general, like, the states, they really have emphasized during this pandemic, you know, the importance of profit, you know, that's been the key, keeping the economy strong for them, and not really caring as much about, you know, the lives of everybody else and their own performers. And it's upsetting when you see that stuff. It's hard to, it's really difficult to want to support a company. Um, and, you know, this isn't just the WWE thing. It's just, I think they've taken the most flack for it because of their their poor handling of the tests and stuff. Like up until, up until there was a bunch of those positive cases, I'm pretty sure that they were only testing temperatures. They've never been good with mainstream media. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. How about you, know. Spencer? My thoughts on wrestling, you mean? What? Yes. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm not even as, like, my thoughts aren't even as geared towards, um, like, the pandemic or, or COVID things or even if they should shut it down. Like, I, I think that despite what everyone might want, like, money will always kind of push most causes like there's so many examples i could use but i'm just not i we don't even need to go down that road but uh i just don't think that vince mcmahon will will be able to to say no to the the tv deals that he's he's got and so i think he'll just keep pushing for shows until until someone with more authority has to be like no like you have to shut it down like this is like yeah you know um, what, what, so what are not, they doing with Ric Flair out there as well? What are you guys true. doing? Like Rick, well, Rick shouldn't okay. be there. Yeah, yeah. You can I was say just, this. I just needed to. I just wanted to finish what, what I. So what I was. My point was, 
Um, that's not even what's on my mind or turning me away from wrestling because I know that it's just going to happen. But what's turning me away is that it just seems like they've given up their storylines because they like because they don't have a crowd or something, so they can't figure out what's hot and what's not. But it's like you can, you just need to write a better like. It just needs it's uh, the product sucks. I guess is my point. Yeah, I'm not liking what I've been watching at all. It's so boring. The product isn't great. Like, like raw drags. Yeah, he's not for me. AEW's dragon. Smackdown's okay. Yeah, like it's just I could think of maybe two things in wrestling that I'm excited to see, um, and that's about it right now. So I just think that if they had figured out what they what they want to put out there and as a product and and actually try and make it good then maybe it'll actually show or like come out good i don't know anyway i think you i think spencer brought up a great point about how because there's no fans like there's you we can't you can't gauge reactions and stuff so you can just put out whatever you want and you can just keep it contained to what you want the audience to you know sound like and their response that's why the big show's out there buddy Oh, yeah, it smokes. Well, that's why the big show's out there. That's why Dolph Ziggler's in a program with Drew McIntyre. Um, Holy snooze fast. Like, like oh, Raw, yeah. like, I'll say, for me, SmackDown's been okay. And AEW is not great right now. Um, but since it's on, I watch it. Just I'm not doing anything else on a Wednesday, so that's why I'm still watching. And I feel like a bit of a loyalty to the brand. But I've really quickly realized with AEW that I need to lower my expectations. They're never going to be wwe size it's just not gonna happen they're too niche they can't they have a blind niche... loyalty that's not that's dangerous well it, they have bear with me for a second so like i like to support tony khan because he's a great guy and they give a lot of money cody like they give a ton of money to charities and it's a good organization so when i watch it means that it's helping their ratings and i feel good about that so we, honestly even if i'm not necessarily watching i'll just turn it on because I just, you know, I want to be able to help contribute to the TV number in a way. Because they're nice people there. Like, they have a good group. They have a, uh, they are the good guys in this, if you want to call the WWE bad guys. But at the same time, like we talked about earlier with TV deals, AEW has to run live TV. If they don't run live TV, they lose their TV deal and they die. Their company doesn't exist anymore. So, like, they're in a situation where if they had an outbreak too, they'd have to do the same thing or else they would go under. So, Yeah. It's a weird situation to be in. Raw sucks. Raw is just complete dog shit right now. It's... Yeah, man. Bobby Lashley should have won that title. Yeah, he really should have. Like, him and MVP are fun to watch. But other than that, it's like, holy shit. It's a snooze fest. Snooze city. Yeah. It's, it's pretty much, it's very easy to just like look it up on Twitter and see what happened and be like, okay, those are the clips and what's happened in the show tonight. Cool. And you kind of move on. Like you don't really need to watch every match and every promo. You just kind of get the gist from Twitter and you're like, good enough for me. Exactly. And I think AEW is also in that position for me right now. There's not a lot of compelling TV going on there. I don't need to tune in and see a lot of what happens. It's not stuff that you need to catch live in, in a sense. <laughs> True. Like what? Like like I, this is a serious question. What storyline in the wrestling industry right now going on? Do you actually give a shit about? Like watching it and seeing it develop. 
in any company. Braun and Bray. I hear that's that. The one, that's the only one that. for me. I hear that. When, yeah, when Bray good. Wyatt came out in his like old Eater of Worlds kind of persona, I was like, oh man, that was cool. That was that's awesome. Yeah, that's that was one definitely time. awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Yeah. Um, my feud of choice. Uh, well, dude, it's got to be um, Brian Pillman Jr. versus Sean Spears. Can't wait for that on Dark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Don't even get me started on AEW Dark. Although I will say that they have one program going on there, like with Ali and QT Marshall, like uh, with and then the Brandy Rhodes thing mixed in with the Nightmare Family. That for me is engaging. I watch that every week. I find that very entertaining. I don't know why they don't have that on the main program. But to me, that's a really entertaining like sub story, just like midlife crisis QT Marshall. Hmm. Hmm. Well, gentlemen, do we wrap it up? Do we crundle out? Do we crundle by? Sure. I think I, so. I, I don't have anything else. Mike? Uh, I don't I Do you mean for this podcast episode or for the show in general? Uh, I don't know. Well, we can try to do another one next week. If we're back next week, we're still going. If we're not, it means we'll be back when the world needs us back again. When the world so needs us back fun. again. <laughs> and then I don't know, but Mike, are you going to keep running the Twitter no matter what? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll tweet stuff always because at the end of the day, I'm going to keep watching because I'm a fucking Mark and I can admit it. I don't like the and people that do don't it. admit it. <laughs> you got to do it. You got to do it for work. That too, yeah. But I'm also a wrestling Mark. I mean, so whether it's shit or not, sadly, I'm probably still going to watch because I don't have a lot and of other sp- stuff going on. And Spencer, you're going to be, uh, you know. Bumblebee tuna, baby. <laughs> I don't... What? <laughs> yes. He is going to be a bumblebee tuna. Uh, okay. Uh, final words, Spencer. What, what, what are your you... final... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we didn't finish what we had. Oh, what did you have, Ace Bondaloo? Because the ready can any... outlaw, it's 22%. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Um, I had spinach diesel. I had a very big leaf joint of that, or leaf roll, whatever. Um, and it's 22%. And my goodness, it's very, very good. Spinach diesel. Mike? <laughs> First of all, I want to say spinach diesel is a really cool name. I love uh, it. I love the grower's spinach and, and it's diesel. It's just called diesel. It's great. Oh, nice. Pretty the cheap. grower's the, name is spinach? That's yeah, badass. It's, it's pretty cheap, too. Like, it's, it's under 35 for, for an eight. Ooh. Okay, I'm all about that. Appreciate that, Spencer. Gonna look into that when we're done the pod. For me, I had uh, Platinum Bubba Kush. Pretty good stuff. Enjoyed that. And I also put a bunch of um, live resin from Viradesco on there. I've really been into the live resin lately, and Viradesco is the one that makes that. We'll check them out. Big fan. And uh, rocking and rolling with that for the last two weeks, I'd say. 
Nice. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Crumblemania. Share the show. Right? Yeah, obviously. Spread it out there. Like uh, jam and peanut butter. Boom, baby.